When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, uh, Season 3, Episode 17. Um, some ups and downs through the last week. Definitely better than the previous week. I will say right. that much. That's right. You know, um, less baseball. One less game. One less game up to this point. Well, we're playing today, so we can't really count the game that we're playing today. We're playing in like 20 minutes. Right. But then we had an off day too, right? Yeah, we're recording so like a day earlier. There was an off day, so a little bit less baseball than we're used to in a typical episode yeah we've only got um, four games to talk about right yeah but that's okay yeah we went two and two which is pretty good as we said much better than the week before pretty good um anyway so we started off against the we had a full series against the blue jays um which we started off with a win correct we did indeed five um, four it was uh man any win i'm starting to realize i don't even really care what they look like i just it's nice to win games no whenever we is... can do it you know, it is so fun. That was a big win number 20 to zero on the season. I had a tweet in mind that I never did, but it, I was just going to post like, the, you know, the big 20 banner from when they won 20 in a row. <laughs> Should have done it. That would have been very good. There was right. a, there was a week or so where it really didn't feel like we were ever going to get to 20. No, we it went, you know, we went on the win streak. Yep. And then, man, we got bad again. All then we of a lost we more got, games than we won on the win streak. We got real bad all of a sudden. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I this is kind of what I'm hoping for for the rest of the year. I know they're not going to win, like, 60 games in a row, you know, unfortunately. But if we can be at or around 500 for the rest of the year, that would make for some very watchable baseball for the next few months, man, which is kind of what I'm looking for. Compared to what we're used to now, like 500 baseball, We'd probably have to constantly have to look at the standings to remind ourselves we're not going to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I think it's we're true. so good. The expectations are so low at this point. Um, but okay, yeah, so we start with the win. Start with the win. Start with the win. And uh, James Cap continued the recent trend of pretty good starting pitching. He went six, gave up four, struck out eight, gave up one walk, one home run. Pretty solid day in the yard. And pretty good starting pitching looks like great starting pitching when you're used to terrible starting pitching. You know? Yeah. You know, everyone should just be an A's fan because you'll be so easily impressed by everything your team does. <laughs> it's true. Ursig got the win. We're loving him lately. He struck out three. Had a perfect inning. Maybe my favorite A going right now, honestly. Sam Mull's doing okay. Hey, hanging in there with his 4.13 ERA. Trevor May got a, his fourth save of the season with a relatively clean inning that day. One hit allowed. He has some bumpy rides periodically. Um, Trevor May, he's kind of coming around, though. Think you know? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I think it's important to mention J.J. Blade hit his yes. fifth home run, kind of coming out of his slumber there. He slowly but surely seems like he's kind of figuring it out. You know, I mean, he started off great. I think he hit. He had so much success, and then they people adjusted, and he just didn't. He just kept trying to hit home runs. You know. Yeah. 
Which has got to be tempting. It's got to be a great Yeah, feeling, when you, you know? can do it like three times in a week, I would try to do it too. Yeah. Shay Langliers hit his ninth bomb, and that was a big one, ninth inning off of the uh, Blue Jays closer, Romano, Romano. Yeah. who's pretty dang good. He is indeed. He throws hard. So, yeah, that was one of the more fun victories. That was also a game against Chris Bassett. Um, I guess I had mixed feelings, but it generally it was just more fun to be in a game where Bassett's the opposing pitcher. Yeah, Chris Bassett, much richer since the last time we saw him. I definitely... Sure. Hope he can start pitching better soon, but I'm relatively okay with the fact that he didn't start on Monday or yes. Tuesday or Friday. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the first day of this run of games we're talking about. Yes. Um, um, so that's a 5-4 win. Yeah. Pretty good. Connor Capel even contributed with a double. And this is, and I will circle back more of this later, but um, we'd really, it would be nice to get a really solid stretch of pitching from Trevor May so that we could flip him for something more than you know what he's worth right now that would be um, and he seems to be doing okay he seems to be i wouldn't call it a heater but he's you know he's not as terrible as he was at the beginning of the year yep so he's heading in the right direction i think at least which is exciting yep um game two not a win lost seven three uh two batters shy of an esga uh, <laughs> so that's cool seth brown had a home run solo shot sadly um, Fujinami opened and had a rough go. He was on a bit of a clean streak, sort I think of. So, yeah, and not so much that day. Two innings, two thirds of an inning pitched with four hits, and two runs allowed, and then Hogan Harris had to come in a little bit early. He ended up giving up four, walking four, so not as sharp no. as usual. Still did get six strikeouts though. And Austin Pruitt, Sam Long cleaned things up. But not a not a great day at the yard, other than a few hits throughout the lineup. Not really much to say, kind of. I mean, it's they not even a stolen they, base from Ruiz. You know, they didn't really take Three advantage of. I mean, as you said, a, a number of different people got hits. Tyler Wade got two hits. Uh, Tyler Wade's been playing pretty good this week. And I mean, it's one of those things where there's opportunity. You know, like if if any of these guys were kind of getting into one of those points of the season right now where it's like, yeah, if any of you guys want to like start playing really well, then there's like a bunch of playing time available for you if you would like it, you know. Danny Jansen and Guerrero Jr. each hit two run dingers, and that is the difference in that game. The next day was worse, far worse. <laughs> uh, Kikuchi, who I was streaming in fantasy, pitched brilliantly. Went seven, allowed two hits, one one run, two walks, eight strikeouts, and a solo shot. Solo shot by Tony Kemp of all athletics. His third of the season. On a power on a power binge currently. A little bit. What's that, two in three games? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, the only other hits were a Carlos Perez double and a Connor Capel single. Yeah, he shut us down pretty well, and we also didn't pitch well at all. Luis Medina kind of stank. He walked seven in five innings. Yep. It's kind of interesting that he was even out there that long. Waldachuk gave up six earned runs. He has the the ugly 6-6-6 stat line of six hits, six runs, six earned runs in, Mm -hmm. in the box score there. It's. I'm starting to get concerned that he like may not figure things out. It's hard to season. say. These those two boys have roughly a seven ERA each. Yeah. And then and then our uh, lockdown 
reliever recently acquired, Yaxel Rios, brought his ERA up to 32.4 with yep. uh, two earned runs allowed in two-thirds of an inning. Yaxel is really not yeah. doing it. Makes you me, know? He makes me want to yak. It's <laughs> a good one. Thank you. But yesterday was fun. The A's beat the Yankees, and we love beating the Yankees. We do indeed. Uh, a little bit more of a crowd. I think there were nine thousand. Oh no, thirteen thousand in attendance on a Tuesday night. Helps that it's the Yankees, obviously. It does. Seth Brown hit a, another home run, and Ruiz had a couple knocks. Had his 40th stolen base of the season. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Totally. Did get caught going to third, which was a bummer. But I mean, it's going to happen occasionally. It's going to happen. It's going to happen occasionally. Kind of surprising that the A's won this game. They really did not have much going. Tyler Wade had a nice triple and scored. That was huge. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of starting to... We'll see. He's made, he does <laughs> we'll make good plays. He. He's also really fast. He is very so fast. So there are things to like. And he's handsome. He's a handsome devil. He's a good looking cat. I mean, when he was on the Yankees, I was like, kind of like, I like that guy. He's good. Yeah. And now he's on our team. Blackburn had another strong outing. Five, his first win of the season. Poor guy. I know. Five innings pitched, five and a third. Four hits, one run, one walk. Wins are not coming easy in Oakland, though. So no. that's, you know, I, don't I think. Know. We're probably going to, there's going to be a few more times this year where dudes are getting their first win of the season, like alarmingly late. I'm going to assume that they're not too concerned about their win-loss record this season. No. Ursig, who, again, we are just loving lately. One and two-thirds, one hit, 3K. The guy is amazing. We brought Trevor May in early. He got a hold in the eighth. It was shaky at best, but he, he got through it unscathed. Two walks, one strikeout, and then Sam Mole shut things down while allowing two hits in the process, but struck two out. Looked pretty good overall. Um, and that's where we are today. We'll be starting a game against the Yankees in about 14 minutes from now. Yeah, Mole and Urseg are turning into kind of a not terrible lefty-righty little combination out of the bullpen that we have going. You Com- know, Completely different looks, too. Yeah, which helps. One's a hard-throwing righty, one's a spinner ball lefty guy and you know i as much as i want to give up on sam mullen i'm so tempted to do it like constantly he i will have stretches of three four games where he's looking really really good he's you not, know he's not bad um tonight we got jp sears going i love that matchup you know he's you for he's for sure got an extra little bit of juice flowing tonight right there was a month last season after we got him and we were loving him and i'm feeling very much the same way about him right now yes um, and we're, they're letting him fly a lot more than they did when we tra- after we traded for him last summer, so mm-hmm, it feels nice. Mm-hmm. And he's really rising to the occasion. It's nice to see. One of the few success stories as of late. Um, let's do... What are we going to do? Moments of the week. Um, continuing on what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, yesterday, close game against the Yankees. Felt like a big game. Obviously, it wasn't a, wasn't a big game in the grand scheme of things. But it felt like a big game. He had two walks, put himself in a pretty bad spot, and I was really shaping up like one of those Trevor May outings. That was going to be like two-thirds of an inning and five runs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he bared down a little bit, and he gave up no runs. And, you know, um, I think got either got the save, got the hold. I think he may have gotten the save. Hold on. I will, I'm double-checking. 
He, Trevor May got he, the hold. He got the hold. Sam Mole got the save. Yes. Um, but, you know, I know the Yankees aren't normally the lineup, aren't running out the lineup every day right now that is, like, super scary. But, like I said, do need Trevor May to start heading in the right direction because we need to flip him, and it would be really cool to get something back for him. Um, and... That's kind of, you know, I obviously you don't want to be walking anyone, but he didn't give up any hits. And his the stuff is looking pretty good. He seems to be striking people out at a fairly decent clip since, I don't know, you'd probably pick an arbitrary date that would make it, look, make it all look good, you know. But uh, I'm starting to see a little bit more with Trevor May that we expected to see when we first, tri- when we first picked him up. Um, and that's pretty cool because the bullpen is all of a sudden like, I'm not super, I'm not, I don't think it's a disaster every time one of these guys comes in anymore, you know. Very true. I feel that way about the pitching staff in general. I will say yesterday Trevor May was barely missing with most of his pitches that were causing the walks. Yeah, he was getting squeezed a little mm-hmm. bit for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pitches were pretty good. And that's, you know, that's all we're really looking for. And that's, you know, scouts that are way better at this than us look for that kind of stuff too, you know. So, um, what about you? My moment of the week was Tony Kemp getting caught smacking Seth Brown's booty on live camera. And if you haven't seen it, I believe I quote tweeted it uh, yesterday sometime. But just a nice, harmless little candid moment. Loved it. It, it was very carefree. They're still. It, it's obvious that they're still having fun sometimes, and they're clearly having a lot more fun than they were having the first like month. You know. Yeah. No one was having fun back then. No. Um. So going back to Estuary Ruiz, man, I'm terrible at saying his name, and I apologize to him. I got got work on. Uh, got up to his 40th stolen base. We want him to get 80. I feel like that's the goal, right? That's like and he's our... well. He is absolutely on pace. No problem. You know, I mean, he is. Uh, I wonder if more on pace to get to 80 than anyone is like must be. Well, I guess Acuna. Acuna is doing pretty well too. He's not far behind, but he's uh, not going to finish higher than Ruiz. But, I don't believe. You know, he stole his 40th bag in the 80th game. So if he plays every day, he should end up with you know maybe eighty one, eighty two, maybe more than eighty. Um, and I feel like there was maybe a couple weeks where he wasn't. We've talked about this. I feel like there was a couple weeks where he's not. He was not running with the frequency that he's running now. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to ninety. I personally would like to see him try and steal every single time he's standing on a bag. Yes. Why not? Even yeah. I would. Even let's home. see a steal of home. Yes. yes. Come on. Steal home. So the last time anyone stole 80 bases was in 1988. Ricky Henderson stole 93. I'm assuming that's for the A's, right? Was that for the A's? Probably, probably. Yep. Actually, combination of the A's and Toronto. Interesting. Man, he really got shipped off and came back multiple times. Yeah. Um, Also, Vince Coleman, who I really don't know much about. He stole 81 bases in 1988. Played for the Cardinals, Mets, Royals, Mariners, Reds, and Tigers at the end of his career. Thanks to a lot Had of bags. Still over 103 times early on for the Cardinals. Rookie of the Year winner in 1985. Fun stuff. That's a pretty good baseball reference page right there. That was. Honestly. That was. What was his career war? 12.5. Mm. Mm. OPS plus of 83. Very good it was base. all about the 752 stolen bases. Yeah, good base runner. 
Um, and I think Ruiz is in the mold of some of these dudes that put up some of these extremely gaudy numbers. You know, he's a, he's very fast and he's a very good base runner. You know, he's got really good instincts. So I would not be surprised to put him up, see him put up a hundred. He's got to stay healthy, obviously, and he's got to hit well enough to stay in the lineup. But with the, if those two things happen, there's no reason he shouldn't be able to steal a hundred bases, at least in one season. Oh man, that would be so fun. The last time anybody came close to 80... Jose Reyes had 78 in 2007. And then Jacoby wow. Ellsbury, 70 in 2009. Juan Pierre got 68 2010. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we haven't seen these these steel numbers in a while. You know, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. That's, uh, you know, it seemed like 60 was almost like an unattainable number for a while. And, I mean, health permitting, he's going to blow by 60 in a month and a half. Yep. You know, like it's a uh, hundred is, I don't think out of the question, honestly, especially cause I mean, I feel like he only had maybe three or four steals for like two weeks and then all of a sudden he's running all the time, you know? Um, this is interesting. Hmm. Current active leaders in stolen bases. Elvis Andres has the lead with 341. Wow. Um, but like, you know, number 10 on the list is Jose Ramirez with 181. So Ruiz could realistically get up there by mid time, mid next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could be halfway to Jose Ramirez by 80, the end of the season. 80 puts him at Travis Jankowski and Joey Votto. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Joey Votto's only got 80. Who's, who barely got to a hundred? Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham, uh, Will Myers has a shockingly large amount, 107. Javi Baez has, what, 96? Tommy Edmonds at 93. Interesting. Very interesting. Gotta love some baseball ref deep dives. Uh, so, yeah, that's um, definitely one thing that I'm really hoping to see this year, 80 bags from Ruiz. Obviously, there's not a whole lot else to... Uh, to be hoping for at this point. Yeah, they're so. not even giving us that. Nobody's even really given us that much in terms of just like empty milestone no. numbers. You know, I mean, 80 steals is kind of all we have. It would be nice to see somebody get to 30 home runs, but I don't see that happening. Me neither. I don't. We don't have any real solid candidates at the moment, at least. I mean, I guess if Brent Rucker wants to hit like 12 home runs in two weeks again, then he might get himself back in the conversation. Right. But, you know, we'll see. Um... Uh, Lawrence Butler and Tyler, Starter, Tyler Soderstrom went to the minor league all-star game. They were the two A's representatives. They they will be going. They will be going. They um, are very deserving. It's interesting. I was looking at their numbers. Um, Tyler Soderstrom, his numbers are really not jumping off the board. He's got, by looking at fan graph standard, he's got a weighted runs created plus. So similar to OPS plus of uh, 83 this year. Which is not great. It's really not that great. His um, on-base percentage is 302. He does have a weighted on-base percentage of 344. For whatever that for whatever that's worth. <laughs> it's not even like an expected one based on his exit velocity or anything. Uh, just park adjusted and things like that, I believe. But yeah, I mean, he's got some power numbers. He's up to around 19 home runs. And he's also young still, you know, he's like super young. So if he's got a little, if he's hitting a little bit of a lull, then he's hitting a little bit of a lull. It's okay. 
He's had 16 home runs, I should say. And that's pretty good pop still. Yeah, OPS in 829. And he's, he's a catcher. I think that's yeah. always important to remember. But I would like to believe that his true potential has really yet to be unlocked. Um, did stumble across a reminder that his dad was a big leaguer. Yeah. His dad was uh, drafted in the first round, sixth overall in 1993 out of Fresno State. Also, Fresno State boy. Also went to Turlock. Did not have the career that anybody would be dreaming of, I would assume. He had three games started for 13.2 innings pitched with a 79 ERA plus. Mm. Not so great. Uh, but I digress. Lawrence Butler. His numbers look freaking great. Yes, he's amazing. His uh, weighted run created plus is up to 112 this year. It was a 129 last year. He's constantly been putting up big numbers in that category throughout his minor league career. On-base percentage of 350. I love it. Love what I'm seeing out of him. Um, and he just looks awesome. And like, he's stealing bags. Like He's got all of the tools. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think he's one of those guys, when they get drafted, it's just like, will they ever be able to put it all together? And it seems like he might be putting it all together, you know? Or might have already put it all together and is now just continuing to display that set of skills. Um, but either way, I mean, we're, we're, we've been pretty short on, like, really, really exciting kind of athletic, strong prospects like that Absolutely. you know i mean i matt Ol- i'm even, even you know matt olson matt olson's great matt olson's not stealing bags you know no there's just there's <clears throat> he seems to be able to do everything which is awesome there was a time where we were incredibly excited about lazarito and austin beck and he seems to be the realization of what we were excited about with yeah. those guys yeah. you know which is exciting i love he's, Lawrence butler he's very excited and he seems more excited than somebody else would be, maybe to be an A's minor leaguer. He seems to be like ready for the challenge. He's embracing to turn it the, a little bit. Turn the team around. I would love okay to see with. both those men up with the big league squad at some point. Yeah, and it's possible. Who knows? Probably, probably not for Butler, but maybe he's got to probably make it up to Triple A first. <laughs> I would say so, but also maybe. I mean, we've seen you know Michael Harris didn't play any Triple A baseball. So it happens. Yeah. I mean, we're not in the we don't we're not in the middle of a playoff push and need a boost. But they could want to take a look at him anyway. Who knows? So speaking of Soderstrom in the catcher position, um, let's just think about what we got going on right now. So Shea's obviously been handling the bulk of things. Carlos Perez plays, I don't know, a couple times a week. Yeah. Does pretty solid, but I don't think he's any sort of long term answer. Shea's been doing okay. Um, there's certainly some flaws, and there's some good things as well. Um, I think the thing that jumps out is just, you know, he's got like a negative .3 war, both offensive and defensive negative wars, 75 weighted runs created, plus really not doing the best job ever offensively. Um, talking like 266 on base. Yeah, and just not great. Two hundred, literally two hundred batting average. But I mean, he is—he is the future, the present, I guess, all and the future. So I mean, I guess as much as we both love Carlos Perez, which we do. Um, yeah, I mean, in lieu of a better option, you kind of just got to let Shea get the experience, I guess. You know. Yeah, he is 
trending upward, I guess, if you want to look at like his stat cast numbers. Last year he was barreling 9.9% of the time. This year up to 10.8. Um, hard hit rate, pretty much the same, 38.6. Nothing terribly impressive. Uh, max exit velocity, 112. So he can hit the ball hard. He's averaging 89.3, though. Which is not great. Not great. Um, but the one thing that has really stood out about him lately, and they have been doing a good job highlighting it on the broadcasts, is that he's gunning dudes out. Um, he is. He's gunning dudes down left and right. They're running on him, but he's gunning them out. He is the league leader in people caught stealing at 23. Uh, that's out of 45. Or I'm sorry, 45 stolen bases allowed, I believe that is, in 23 caught. And then you can compare that to dudes like Will Smith, 44 stolen bases allowed, and he's only caught six. Yeah. Um, so Will Smith may be a better offensive baseball player, but as of right now, if I had to choose one of them to be my defensive catcher, by that number alone, I'd probably be choosing Shea. Shea's the guy. Shea's uh, the guy every time. For comparison's sake, Sean Murphy's gunned down 12, and there's been 33 stolen bases. So probably a similar effect overall. Maybe a little bit more of a veteran status. People aren't running on him as much. Also, he's got more experienced pitchers. Harder to run against. That's true. I bet you, you know, that's interesting. That's an interesting point. I bet you that factors into it a lot. Yeah. Jay's I'm sure having a lot of Jay's. I think people are running. just like, yeah, we're going to run on these guys. These yeah. guys suck. Yeah. So he's uh, doing admirably. I think so. Um, and, you know, he, he still... Pretty much passes the eye test on offense. He does. I would say it looks good. He hits the home runs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like he'll probably end up at twenty. He could easily get twenty, and for a catcher, we love that. That's fine. I think he's probably in the top five in terms of catchers hitting home runs. He's up to nine this year. Yeah, I mean, basically on pace for sixteen. I'd love that. Yeah, maybe love a few more, but also sixteen would be fine. I take twenty. Yeah. 20s, 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 a good number. Shoot for twenty. But a couple, a couple multi homer games gets you right back in the conversation for that. You know. That's right. Um, where do we got now? I gotta hit you with a look back. Ooh, uh, my look back. Look away for okay. a moment. Look away. Everybody, look away. This is one of my favorite players of all time. I don't believe we've done this before. Certainly plausible. A second baseman by trade. Okay. Here you go, Dan. Alrighty. And second baseman by did not play. I feel like the did not play can't be helping you, right? No, 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 it's not. Yeah. 2004 did not play in major or minor leagues due to injury. It's kind of rare to see a dude just miss an entire season on the, the stat line of a baseball card or, yeah. or baseball ref. It is. It Sad. is rare indeed. It's just a season lost in time. Um, you said mostly second? Yep. Mark Ellis? Mark Ellis. Hey. He's the man. He, he was, uh, man, some of these years are kind of incredible. 
Like 2005? 2005, 128 OPS plus, 13 dingers. And that was, I mean, I remember the the one for me is, I remember 19 was the home run record until Jen broke it for Oakland second baseman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just always remembered that that was Mark Ellis. Yeah. I looked around for a long time and then I looked at 2007 and I was like, how many home runs did he hit? Mark Ellis for sure. And he had 20, 33. I mean, that's like a, he had a pretty good season for a second baseman, you know? He was, man, Mark Ellis was solid. Totally. 33 doubles, 19 home runs. It always bums me out a little bit, and but I totally get why they do it. You hang around at the end, you try and like play for some, you know, if you Random win, if, you, if you're allowed to, you try and play some, for some teams that might win, and you drag the overall numbers down a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, he, but, didn't, he didn't do too terribly until the last year in St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, the I guess the, the main problem was the last the last half year with us. Huh? That was that was extra bad. That was not good. Yes. Um, but I love Mark Ellis. Love Mark Ellis for sure. My only complaint is that it, I probably should have gotten that one faster. But Mark Ellis gives me hope for when I will one day presumably be bald. He looks. He's a, he's a good looking guy. He always made it look good. He rocked. He rocked the Chrome Dome big time. From South Dakota or North? I think he's from South Dakota. I want to say South Dakota. I'm Definitely one of the, sure. the, the Dakotas. He's a Dakotan. The Dakotas. Um, Coolest things we saw in MLB this last week. For me, uh, Ellie De La Cruz has lit the world on fire, and he went for the cycle. I think that was in the last past week. He's he's doing so much cool stuff. Yeah, it's kind of hard to keep it's track. It's hard to keep track, but he's looking great. He definitely looks the part of a megastar shortstop. He totally does. Um, the coolest thing I saw was Shohei striking out 10 and homering twice in the same game. Um, he set all sorts of records in that game that, like, you know, it's funny because, like, sometimes stuff comes up and it's like, do we even need to talk about this being a record? Like, who's ever going to do this again? But you he, know? he does just keep doing it, and it's so amazing every time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's obviously, and, yeah, that's that's kind of bananas. He also but. hit his second homer after leaving the game as a pitcher because he had split his, like, fingernail open. Yeah. So then he hit another home run after splitting his fingernail open, which can't have felt good, but he did it. No. But he's a stud. I mean, nothing's going to stop him, you know? Greatest baseball player ever. Um, it's interesting how quickly he has actually, like, overcome Trout kind of as the ipso facto number one baseball player on earth. Well, I think to be fair to like almost everyone who'd covered the sport, when this first started coming up, when before he even came over, when they were like, he pitches and he hits. And people were like, okay, well, if he does that, then he's going to be the greatest player ever. But like, there's no way he's going to do that. Like, he's going to pitch and hit, you know? And it's like playing. I mean, it just, there's, when you start to think about the approximations in other sports, it just gets crazy. You know, I mean, it just like, it doesn't happen. There's yeah. a, there's like no, there's no, at least on the professional level, you know, I mean, in college football, sometimes you'll have dudes that play wide receiver and cornerback, but they don't even do that anymore. There was, I mean, I, the last time I really saw that in like big college football, I think it was probably 2006, you know, like they just, everything is specialized. You know, like even pitching is specialized, you know, like starters don't even go full games barely anymore. No. So letting someone hit and pitch full time, you know, I mean, we I, I feel like there's a profound irony in the fact that we have like done away with the universal, de- like we've done away with pitchers hitting, except for this guy who is, you know, like one pitcher gets to hit because he's so good at it. Yeah, it's insane. 
Um, all right, fantasy face off. Fantasy face off. Dan was unfortunate this week. His starter, Michael Waka, did not pitch. They some, skipped him. Some sort of pushback and an outing. Yeah. Um, so you finished with twenty six point five points because of Tristan Casas. Uh, I got twenty seven point seven points from Austin Hayes alone and twenty point nine from James Cap. Big win for Corey. Big good. One of our overall lowest scoring weeks of the year for yeah, sure. There's, nobody, nobody, nobody picked great. We often get like eighty to a hundred points, and I got like fifty. And I got twenty six. Um, next week I'm gonna go with new Dodgers starting pitcher Emmett Sheehan. I think this will be like his third outing tomorrow, and so far he's done pretty do- pretty good. Nothing crazy, but solid. He he had a no-no going. Mm-hmm. Was that him? The first game he threw a no-no through six innings and then they pulled him? That could be. I'm honestly not sure. Uh, Jamer Candelario will be my hitter. I think that's a he's pretty hot. good... He's a hotty patati. Had a couple home runs against the Padres, and that's fresh in my memory. He is indeed a hotty patati. Um, I am going to... Um, I I want to go with Tony Gonsolin. I guess I I as I'm as I'm saying that I realize that they play in Colorado, so we'll see. Um, Colorado does stink. But and T.J. Friedel, who's nice. leading off for the Reds, who are also Heidi Patates right now. Um, I got a couple. <laughs> and he was he was he was like on a he's in the minors for them, isn't he? He might be. He's they the, should call. They should. They're so Heidi. They should for sure the call him Um. Got a couple fantasy pickups. Um, we got Gavin Williams. Also at, Dodgers? No, uh, Guardians. Guardians. Oh. Uh, he is 40% owned. He's one of their top prospects. He's like, if not their pitching stop, if not their top pitching prospect, then one of them. Um, I and think he made his debut against the A's, did it iffy. Yeah, did okay. Not, and then last bad. time out, he pitched against the Royals and was pretty good. Struck out six over seven innings. One hit, one walk. Um, and he's pretty good. He's a he's a he's a very well regarded pitcher, and he's got one good start under his belt. Um, so keep an eye out. Like I said, forty percent owned. That's should probably be available. Um, the second dude I was going to look at was actually the guy Corey picked for his Jaime Candelario. Jaime Candelario is absolutely on fire. Um, he has a six game hitting streak during which he's homered twice, doubled a few times. I mean, the guy is absolutely he's scorching. He's in well over 330 the last two weeks. Um, and hasn't really shown any signs of slowing down. Um, kind of crazy. He's owned in 18% of leagues, which seems crazy to me. Um, but if you need third baseman, he's your guy. He is for sure your guy. Maybe for the whole season, but at least for right now, for sure. And the, my last dude is Brian De La Cruz. I think I probably talked about him earlier in the year a little bit, but he is on a nine-game hitting streak. Uh, homered yesterday. Gets uh, has some extra base pop. Gets some doubles. He's uh, eighty one overall in points leagues and only owned in forty two percent of Yahoo leagues. So if you need outfield help, probably a pretty good candidate. Excellent. Um, couple of dudes that I've seen lately: Matt Veerling, fifty fifth ranked player in uh, the last fourteen days. He's just been. Doing his thing. He's kind of an all-around player. He's got three home runs. He's got... No, I'm sorry. He's not an all-around player. He has no stolen bases. I thought he did. But home he's just runs been hot. count, though. He's just been hot for the Tigers. The Tigers are something. 
Not, not entirely sure what to make of them. Uh, someone I like a little bit more, Royce Lewis, uh, playing on the Twins. He's got a couple. He's got two dingers. Got one stolen base in the same time span, 14 days. Also got 11 hits. I'm sorry, singles. 14 for 40 overall. Um, Where's that? 350. That'll work. His, Pretty good. His rostered percentage is kind of skyrocketing by the day. So get on that if you need a third baseman slash shortstop. Uh, JP Sears going for the A's today. He's only 20% owned, and he has been crushing it as of late. He's been great. And a um, new guy coming up for the D-backs named Brandon Fat. <laughs> P-F-A-A-D-T. There's got to for sure be a way to say that name that we don't know, but for now we're going to say Fat. <laughs> Currently 6% owned starting tomorrow, and... I've just seen a lot of people say nice things about him. He's so. there. I think he's their top pitching prospect. So you know, probably if you not believe a bad prospect idea. rankings, then um, I think he's playing like the White Sox or someone silly. So could be good for him. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's it's funny that you can't use the Reds as that team anymore because now the Reds are like it happened so quick. Caliente. The Pirates were feeling that fire for a moment, but they come back down to earth. All right, in between, we got a Yankees game live right now. Um, I believe it's zero zero. Still, we can double check on that. But anyway, um, we got Yankees today, Yankees tomorrow, White Sox in Oakland Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, and then we are they're going to Detroit for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So you will probably hear from us again during the Detroit series. That's right. And then playing Matt Beerly. After that, you won't hear from us again until after the All-Star break. So, tech, by next week, we may know who the All-Star, who our All-Star is. I feel like they'll probably hear from us around the All-Star break, regardless. That's true. That's true. But we may know. We may know by next episode who the All-Star be soon. is going to be. It is, um, I don't know, 10 days away? How? Yeah. It's not that far. No. Um, but, yeah. That's pretty good. Probably going to be a pretty good of, week. Probably going to be a lot of former A's to cheer on in the All Star game. Why don't we go kind of three and two? Three and two f- next week. Yeah. How many games? Okay. So counting today, one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven. I believe. I I feel a winning four and three. Four and three, baby. Four and three we week would be huge. Win a series. Let's do it. Let's maybe two. Maybe Let's do. beat the Yankees. Let's beat the Yankees. Um. But alrighty, that's it for us for now. We'll talk to you in a week. Talk to you for now. Go Ace. Go Ace.